Hello there. You're about ready to listen to a very special sneak preview of our Patreon exclusive show, OS Q and A. That's where Roxy and I answer questions submitted by you, the listeners. If you would like to listen to more of this show or have us answer your questions, you can do that over at patreon.com slash only stupid answers. Enjoy the show. Everybody and welcome back to OSQ&A. This is the show where Roxy and I, A, your cues. And I just realized, like, I got little fun banners for like the stuff we do, and I didn't make one for Q and A because I didn't think we were going to be doing it this long. I, I love it. I want to do it forever. Also, <laughs> yeah. uh, to let everybody know something, we just filmed an episode with Adam Gertler about yeah. food, and I could eat my own skin. I'm so hungry after that. But like, but here's the thing, Roxy's such a goddamn pro. She's working through it. She's not going to let her throw her off. You know, she's not going to get hangry, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's true. I've (laughs) never been hangry. I am such a... Like, how good does food sound, though? It's great. It's great. It's great. And it was... Yeah, it was a good discussion. I I was sold on your surf and turf hot dog. I would... It was so good. Like, seriously, they made... It it, it was like the best sausage I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah. And he used to... This was one of the greatest gifts of DC Movie News ever. All of the things that he was testing out for Doghouse, he would bring us. That's amazing. And he would bring me dozens of them. Oh, my God. And store them in your freezer, make them whenever. So I had like... I think it was like 20 surf and turf of this ribeye lobster sausage oh my god and i dreaded the day it was going to be gone for real because it was actually the best thing i've ever tasted and he told me he was like i'll make it for you again and years have gone by he never has it every year i text him about a month before my birthday and i say remember my birthday is july 13th yeah just like please please one day just please one day he's joking like yeah we're gonna serve it for 30 dollars because it is it's lobster i was gonna say i would pay it i would pay it yeah happily take my money is the best agreed oh my god so wait did they did they never actually serve it in the restaurant i don't think so i think they just did it for that buzzfeed whatever challenge and and then i reaped the benefits because they had all of the sausage because adam has told me about this before you can't make i guess one sausage like it goes in a vat and then the casings and whatever so anytime he is doing a test for them he's not making a sausage it's dozens of sausages that he has to make and like interesting so that's why i miss doing that show for many Mm -hmm. reasons yeah I mean, he fed me for years, yeah. like years, years. Oh my yes. God. So be sure to tune in. If you're listening to this on Patreon, be sure to tune into that episode on Monday. If we put this out for spooky season for free, uh, this is our uh, Patreon exclusive show Q and a every week after our main show, Roxy and I are uh, answering your cues. Yes, that's correct. That's the correct algorithm uh, for that. Um, so go be a patron, goddammit. And if you are a patron, thank you. But if you want to watch these live, you can become a patron of a higher tier. We got you covered, baby. Yes. But it is spooky season, specifically on the day we're recording this. It is Friday the 13th. And that's the spookiest thing that's going on. Nothing else spooky in the world. Uh, just Friday the 13th, everybody. Um, and so I asked you all specifically 
for your spooky questions. But before I do that, Roxy, what's your relationship to uh, spooky season? Are you a Halloween gal? I would say yes. You know, I did the Haunted Hayride this year. Nice. I did horror. I did. It was amazing. I did Horror Nights. It what was, was your awesome. favorite? What was your favorite maze of Horror Nights? Oh, there was one or, that or I liked your... the best by far. But which one was it? Now at this or, point, it was over a month ago, or it yeah. was a month ago that I went. Yeah. Or your top three um, maze. I have it written down on my notepad. Hold on. I Hold on. No, no joke about that. Um, what was one of the mazes? Tell me. So for me, I think my favorite was The Last of Us Maze. It was more based off the games than the show. And I really liked that one. I thought that was pretty fun. It was um, the Stranger Things one. That Stranger was my Things, favorite. Stranger day. Things was fun. It was less impactful for me because I don't watch the show. So Yeah, like, the, the Last of Us I loved. But I, I think it struggled in the fact that it was Joel... Joel and Ellie, Joel and Ellie in every room. That yeah, I get you. And I yeah. was like, I'm. That's what it is. There's two characters in the. Mm-hmm. Sh- I mean, there's more, but like that's yeah. what they were doing. But I was like, Yo, I saw you in that room. Mm-hmm. You know. Like, yeah. Come on. I liked there was the holiday haunts one. That was a good one. What was another? I actually liked the. Um, I was very hesitant going in, uh, but there was one that like the Universal Monsters one, and it was like. Um, like the Phantom of the Opera and Hunchback, and I'm like, who cares? But then I went in, it's like, oh, this maze is actually really dope. This is a good. This is this is fun. Yeah, they always do a good job with their. Uh, they do a Universal Monsters one, I think, every year. The last yeah. few years, the tram was great. Yeah, they did a really good job with their tram one this year. Um, Exorcist, Mommy. Yeah, there were some some it really was... good ones, but I I also just like to vibe there. Yeah, I, like, that sounds so. Um, I like to vibe, mm-hmm. but seriously, I like to watch people moving around yep. and walking and get scared. I go with the world girls every year. Uh, thanks to Darina. Who's got that hookup. And Steph is like the most scared human being on the planet of mm-hmm. this kind of thing. So just to walk around with her as she's like screaming bloody murder. Yes. At about anything. It's my favorite part. Like yeah. I, I like going to the bar. I like going on the rides, you know, like I, I do like the mazes, but for people who are like, Oh, I don't know if I want to go and wait three hours for mazes. I think it's okay to go and do two mazes yeah. and then just like enjoy your night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't normally recommend this, but yeah, if you can't get the fast pass, those lines are uh, they're ridiculous. Long. They're, yeah. they're ridiculous. Um, also, um, I don't know. I have my tips on how we, my wife and I have our system. If we don't have the fast pass, how we get through the mazes. But I don't know if I want to spoil it for everybody. I don't know if I want to. Also, you asked me how do I feel about spooky season. And then I just went into a whole tangent about horror nights. Well, that's uh, fine. Because I didn't get the chance to talk to anybody about horror nights. I, my, my wife also likes to, she gets, she gets um, startled in the mazes. I, I like just seeing the production design. I just like seeing how they put it together. But it was the best scare uh, for my wife. So, unfortunately a couple of mazes this is probably happening to you too where you're kind of off sync like yeah. you're coming in right as the scare person's going away and then leaving right as they come out yeah, like you're yeah. not in the right and so i was the whole last of us maze i was like i'm waiting for the bloater man i'm waiting for and we're finding a point where it jumps out oh no i think it's like a whatever it's, it's a clicker i go to point because we're just leaving as it comes out and i want to it looks cool they did a good job with the costume so i pointed out to my wife and so she looks at it and then she turns around right as a jump scare gets right out of her and she has never reacted so hard That's amazing. to a scare and it was uh, incredible. It's uh, the also, best feeling. It's yeah. so fun. She's also a huge Chucky fan. Of course, so the Chucky maze was a big was a big hit, hit with her. But yeah, I like the mazes a lot. I think the lines are 
because the mazes are short it's like maybe five minutes so to like wait and i'm not a line guy i don't like lines i don't like traffic i don't like waiting around uh so um yeah all i'll say is you know maybe if you're if you're doing like if you're able to get in early or maybe you're doing the it's not park hopper that's a disney thing but if you're if you're doing like the half day at universal I think the gates open. I don't know if this is true for Orlando, but in Hollywood, the gates, like the gate, the official gate opening is like at seven or something. Hit all the mazes before that happens. Boom, boom, boom. Then do rides. Nobody's hitting the rides after, you know, they're there for the mazes. So do mazes first before like it's a, a Horror Nights officially starts. Um, and then you'll be able to get through them pretty quick. And also save tram for last because the tram waits like nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. The very, very good tips. Yeah. I also went to Salem this year, as you know, DJ, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. when I was in Massachusetts. And I will say that it was really cool doing um, haunted houses there because like what you were talking about where sometimes you're off sync there, you go in your group yeah, and nobody else. So it's That's like cool. personalized experiences, um, which is cool. And also the Hayride this year that had three mazes. There's less people at Horror Nights. You are a sardine. Mm -hmm. going through these yeah and they're so cool to look at so that works but like some of the less known places it's more personalized experience so it can be even creepier totally i like a lot and salem in general um was just absolutely unbelievable so i really like doing spooky season stuff and i like spooky movies and mm -hmm. I, to be honest dj i just like themes and reasons to celebrate mm -hmm. and like like I, I love all of October being spooky season. Yeah. I like February being a month of love. Yeah. I like the summertime being beachy. Like I, I kind of like to segment my life out in mm -hmm. seasons and, and moments. And spooky season is one of the most fun of that. I love dressing up. I love costumes. Um, I love looking at other people's costumes. I love candy. Yeah. I love, um, I love watching little kids like really, you know, kids that are like, what do you want to be this year? And they're like, a couch, like <laughs> just like own their shit. Yeah. I think it's so fun to see like kids be creative. And this is one of the first ways they're able to really be creative at an early age where they're like, what do you want to be? And yeah. they get to be that. Um, yeah. So for all the reasons, I just think spooky season is kind of dope. Yeah, totally. 100%. Is there a weird aspect of when you're going to Salem is, is there like this weird element of like, Hey, there, this is the place of a uh, historical tragedy. And now we've turned it into a tourist attraction. <laughs> um, you know what? I think that they do a really good job with that actually. Yeah. Um, cause yes, theoretically that would absolutely be what it is. But I think that like, they really like, hate what happened to these fucking women yeah. and men um yeah. to the people that were that were stoned and hung and pressed to death yeah um and they really like it's the only reason that i know their names exactly it's, they're in a tricky this is not me passing judgment it's a tricky situation because it's like well, listen, we need to bring money in the town and we're literally known for one thing. <laughs> yeah, we're known for one thing. And what are you going to do? So yeah. it's like, I, I think that they do a really good job with that. None of it feels like, um, I, I don't know. It feels like there's there's a lot of museums dedicated towards learning and educating. Yeah. And then there is some cool spooky season that I feel like kind of honors these women. Like, I, yeah. 
I, I, that's my personal take. I know some people have an issue with it and I get it, but the people of Salem, it's a working class city yeah. of like a lot of fishermen that are on the water. There's a lot of things that are there. Like it's the, we went to um, the first uh, candy company in the wow. United States is there like that. And that's also kind of Halloween like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. um, there's a lot of um, pirate museums there because it's on the water and there's like a lot of pirate also kind of Halloween like. So yeah. um, there's other things there that also lend itself towards being Part just of kind season. of like a spooky season place. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Listen, I'd go and I'd go on the ghost tours. God damn it. Yeah, Uh, uh, Yeah, it feels eerie, you know, like it's a lot of cemeteries and there's a lot of memorials and there's a lot of shit that went down there and a lot of creepers that have lived there. But Mm -hmm. also they've made it a really um, vibrant city that I do feel like pays respect and homage to the people that were totally fucking screwed. So, yeah, I I definitely recommend Salem. But if anybody has any moral qualms about it, it totally makes sense. And then it's not for you. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those things that I don't know there is a right answer. It's just it's just an interesting component. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast or a thrill seeker. You'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So the questions we got in the discord, Jake Hefner, vampires or werewolves, which do you think are cooler and which would you rather be? He says me personally, werewolf all the way. Uh, number one, DJ, you didn't answer how you feel about spooky season. Love it. Roxy. Okay. I think similar to you. I like, I, I like themes, but I really grab, this is my time to shine. Uh, <laughs> uh, when, when October, November, well, November is my birthday. So boom, that's, so November's got that covered for me because I'm not a big Thanksgiving guy, but mm. Halloween and Christmas, mm, this is, this is a good, it's starting to get a little cooler, a little bit, and then it got 90 to, 90 to hundred degrees again, but hopefully it's going to keep getting cooler. I hope for the love of God. Uh, but like when the air, a little chill comes in the air and yes. And when you live in the Valley, 80 degrees is a little chill in the air, but, uh, um, you got a little chill in the air. We put up decorations for Halloween. Some of those lights are going to be repurposed for Christmas season. 
Uh, yeah, Halloween and Christmas are very happy times for me. Um, I like I, I like busting out the scary movies. Uh, my wife and I are watching the Halloween movies um, uh, this year, which has been a lot of fun. Um, like the Michael Myers Halloween movies, and uh, yeah, I, I like I like all that. We don't we're not in a spot that gets a lot of trick or treat traffic, so we don't have to really deal with that but um yes i love i love the vibes like you're talking about vibing out early i love the vibes of halloween um and i really like the vibes of christmas um dj growing up um i don't know if this was relevant to you but i know that a lot of people who grow up in communities that seem similar to yours halloween is discouraged yeah is that not the case for you guys um not for me particularly um uh the church we were going to um in when i was in like middle school high school they did harvest festival which is a a, you know a way to like do the halloween thing while getting around it um i know growing up my parents weren't big fans of horror movies um, so that was discouraged, not discouraged, just, we didn't watch a lot of them, but not when, encouraged. yeah, not encouraged. Um, and so a lot of that, uh, came when I was in college and after, after that, but I was always, um, my dad for my birthdays, we tend to do it a little bit earlier and he would do like ma- themed mazes in our house each year. So like one year was Frankenstein's lab and stuff like that. Um, so, so cool. yeah. So like when you talk about the creativity of it. Um, I think that was a big aspect of it. And I remember like in elementary school, we were supposed to make, we were learning how to like ceramics or whatever. And we were supposed to make like clay things that we would heat and make hard. I don't know the terminology for that shit. And we're supposed to make a snowman. And I made my, I think in the kiln, kiln, there's terms. You might know them. I don't, um, but uh, you heat them up, they become hard. You all know. You've done it. Um, and we are supposed to make snowmen. And I made mine like a creepy skeletal snowman. I think because it was, I think it was one of those, it was strategic in that it wasn't coming out great. So I was like, it's a, it was intentional. It was a theme. Um, but I've always liked that shit. Uh, uh, vampires, werewolves, creepy. Uh, like shows like, I don't know if this was around when you were a kid, but like there's a show called Eerie Indiana that I was way into. I was way into Are You Afraid of the Dark? Um, so despite my more conservative upbringing, I've always been into this stuff. Um, cause it's, cool. it's fun. It's a fun, and, and again, yeah, as I got older, you know, I was able to watch more adult horror movies. Um, but, um, it's cool. It's a cool time of year. It's a, the, the movies you get to watch, the, like you mentioned the creativity. I think the creativity is a really great point as part of the appeal, you know, picking out your costume, sometimes making your own costume. Carving pumpkins, Carving drawing pumpkins. on them. Like, you know, there's just a lot of creativity and you don't have to be like a theater kid or an artist, although you could be, and then it's fun too. But yeah. like you be anybody and Halloween is a creative time for sure. Yeah. Lights, decorations. We every year would do, um, we would go in the yard and gather all the leaves that had fallen on the ground yeah. and we put them all on the porch and then put body parts coming out of the Love leaves. It. Um, and then would play like some, an old school, like Frankenstein thing on our little TV in mm-hmm. the window with mm-hmm. no sound, just black and white in the window for people to walk up. And it was like, you know, an activity. My dad didn't usually 
my mom was like very into the activities with the kids. My dad wasn't usually like that, but Halloween was his thing with us. Yeah. So we like, we would, he'd be like, okay, I need six bags of leaves. And mm-hmm. we would go into the yard and like, get all these leaves, you know? And then like, I would take my Barbie arms and like draw red on them and like, stick Love it. It. whatever you wanted to come out of the leaves got to come out of the leaves. Uh, yeah. It just was really cool that that was like a fun, creative I don't know, like bonding with all different kinds of people. It's just yeah, cool. it is a cool, it's interesting. And, and I wonder like the, the communal creative aspect of it has obvious attraction. I wonder what it is, the attraction to the spookiness specifically that, that uh, draws people, but it's just a cool, like, again, like I just go back to you, you use the word vibes before. <laughs> and it's like, like as a kid loved Haunted Mansion still do. Um, it's just, it's a cool, it's a cool season. I love it and support it. And I hope you all have fun and stay safe out there. Now to the questions, spooky questions. Okay, Vampires so or vampire or werewolf? Vampire or werewolf. Which one do you think is cooler and which would you rather be? Both vampire by far. What about vampire? What about him? Um, A, the longevity of it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that yeah. matters a lot to me. Um, B, sexy. Fair. Just the sexiness of it. Um, See, while blood is needed, you don't have to kill anybody. Mm -hmm. Well, it depends on the vampire, but yes, I see your point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wolf, you do. I don't know any iterations of wolves where they didn't have to kill anybody, right? I I don't think they have to kill people. I just think it's they're not as in control of their functioning. Yeah. 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 When the body count rises. I don't know. I didn't see the Twilight movies, but like... Jacob isn't either. killing people, I don't think. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We missed so a, lot of, a cultural touchstone we know nothing about, Roxy. <laughs> a lot of wolf things you can't survive unless you kill your first person, I think. Like Vampire Diaries originals, that's what they did. Oh, interesting. Um, well, that sucks. And then there's something like that. If you like, That's when you turn, if you kill somebody. So uh, whatever. Um, yeah. And then like also... Um, I don't think there's anything appealing about like growing hair and like wolfing out that yeah. I, just doesn't sound fun to me, but like vampires, like you usually have extra speed and agility and strength and yeah. all the powers that come with it just sound so much doper. Yeah. I think, I, I think for me, I think for me, it's cooler. I think werewolves are cooler. Uh, I think there's something, um, cool about i think maybe i gravitate more towards werewolves because in fiction or at least a lot of the fiction i was reading growing up it was easier to make the werewolf a hero or a tragic figure as opposed to because they just become a beast man basically whereas the vampire it's like specific it's a specific function of your life that you need to kill things and so it's harder to make them they tend to be more villainous um but i think there's also I wouldn't mind becoming a wolf, dude. That would be cool if I could control it. But as you pointed out, I think in a majority of fiction, you can't control being the wolf person. So therefore, in that sense, I would rather be a vampire because I like keeping my shit tight. I like having, I like having, um, you know, my senses about me. Um, And it would suck to not be able to go out in the sun and it would suck. I I feel feel like it would take a good long chunk of time but i think at some point being immortal might be like well this blows <laughs> oh i'm a daywalker dj 
oh, hold on a second. If we could just make those rules, then I can become a werewolf whenever I want. And I have control over my faculties. Okay. Yeah. I'm okay with that, but I'm a daywalker. Okay. I, you know, go around, become wolf cop or some shit. Uh, so that that's what it is. Roxy's a daywalker vampire and I'm... Because I have I'm, a ring. I'm a cool... Is that how that works? So I'm a daywalker. Okay. But there you go. <laughs> uh, I have my own ring and it makes me cool wolf guy. Yeah. I'm already halfway there. You know, I'm a hairy boy to begin with. Maybe that's the other appeal of werewolves. Although my favorite, if we're talking classic movie monsters, big fan of Frankenstein's monster. Can't tell you why. I just find something very compelling. Like you'd want to be him? I wouldn't want to be him. It's just as narrative purposes, like something about You're talking about cool. Okay. Yeah. I just something I like. I like the stories around Frankenstein's monster. There's a lot of cool adaptations. Grant Morrison did a version of Frankenstein that's part of the DC universe. That's very cool. Um, Yeah, I totally hear you. Just of all the things you could be. No, 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 no. That would not be great. That would not be a good one. Um, Mike Joyce. Different. Here's another one. If you could be any kind of ghost, which would you be and what would you do? I think my follow up question is. What kinds of ghosts are there? I guess like friendly, somebody who haunts. Yeah, like, maybe like a poltergeist situation. Or like, are you seen but see through? Can you touch things? Yeah, Mike, if you're in the comments, elaborate on the types of ghosts you had in mind. Um, but yeah, okay. So Roxy, uh, if you could be any kind of ghost, which would you be, and what would you do? I mean. I don't think I'd want to haunt people as much as I'd want to help people. Yeah. Just like, yeah, a helpful ghost. <laughs> yeah. Roxy, the helpful ghost. That's nice. Roxy, the helpful, helpful ghost. ghost. Yeah. <laughs> I think, no, DJ. yeah, I think, you know, I think that's compelling. Like, I feel like help people solve mysteries, you know, like uh, maybe, maybe torment some people that are not good to people. You know, there's some people in this world that could use a little bit of tormenting. Um, that would be, it would be fun as shit. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be cool. I do hope that maybe I could interact with people and or other ghosts. I don't want it to just be like fucking me in the ether changing things unseen and not being able to talk to anybody. Yeah, but I would rather be able to talk to people than other ghosts. Like some other ghosts would be not legit, you know. But that's true. People too, you know. I see your yeah, point. You don't have to talk to those people. Like the ghosts. Like what? Are you, how are you going to avoid other ghosts? How are you going like, to avoid other ghosts? Good point. Good point. Mike Joy says Poltergeist, regular Casper. I don't know. Wait. I'm sure there's a novel series where a ghost is helping people solve crime, or some ABC uh, show where a ghost is helping people solve crimes. <laughs> I'm that ghost. Clementine, did you have any irrational fears as a kid, like the boogeyman or quicksand? I personally had a fear of being abducted by aliens when I was seven or eight. Um, yeah, I had these recurring nightmares about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coming in Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> through that television in the window and just fucking slaughtering us. Why the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? What about know. them? What I'm experience not... did you had with the TMNT that made you have that feeling? I have no idea, but then I was so scared of that. Did it turn you um, off of the new movie? You're like, I can't. I didn't see That's it. my nightmares. I, I can't. I, I genuinely ended up like my brother loved uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and he loved Power Rangers. Yes. And I, Your brother and I would have gotten old. along as kids. Yes. And I get it. <laughs> 
Um, but I would be so upset when it would be time for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because I was scared that they were coming for us. And this was the animated Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or the live action movie Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? They kind of morphed together in my nightmares. Like they, it was like they yeah. looked how they looked per nightmare. Yeah, okay. Because I can understand like the seeing the live action movies and be like, those guys look freaky. I don't know. Yeah, it's just kind of weird though because they're like not the bad guys. So no. I just don't know why in my nightmares. Um, yeah, and then I had, a, the, it was that and this recurring nightmare that I would climb to the top of a like um, diving board, but then instead it wouldn't be a diving board, it would be a cloud. And okay. I would get on it and then it would be cement. You know, they always said you couldn't die in your dreams, but I died all the time. Wow. <laughs> wait, so wait, 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 wait. So you're not waking up like last second? No. What happens? So you die. What happens in the dream? Um, nothing. And then I wake oh. up. <laughs> That's dark. That's bleak. You're not, we're not. So what I'm hearing is we're not sending you on inception missions where you need to get out of inception. You need to, to die. No, no. You'll just be stuck down there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was brutal. Um, your, what about you, DJ? To your point with um, um, the Turtles. Ninja Turtles, I remember one time it was late and I turned on and Cartoon Network, I think this was pre-adult swim, would play old. Do you, are you familiar with the Banana Splits? Yeah. It was a show from the 70s for the yeah, people yeah. that don't know. It was a show in the 70s with people in costumes. And for some reason, I found it very upsetting. <laughs> Something about it, I was like, this makes me feel uncomfortable. Um, and, um, uh, so I didn't love that. So I guess sometimes when you're a kid, people in costumes, not yeah, so great. something about it. My brother was so afraid of ET. That so tracks. I, I feel that. Yeah. 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 So afraid of ET. So that was my one, um, playing card that I could, if he was going to insist on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and I was going to insist on ET. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. 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 I think for me, any irrational fears as a kid, I'm, uh, I was a very fearful child. Like I'm a very fearful adult. Um, <laughs> Fun. but, but like, but like existential shit, like not, uh, like, like I think, I think the one fear that was bigger when I was younger, probably not when I was like, well, maybe when I was a kid, um, but like stuck with me for a while is I, I had a fear of death, which I think is a very rational fear, but my fear of it was irrational in the sense that I can't, you, nobody can do shit about that. Uh, you can't, it's you gonna know, always, yeah. Which doesn't, which for the other fearful boys and girls out there, you know, isn't helpful being afraid of something. And it's like, well, there's nothing you can do about it. It's like, that's not, that doesn't alleviate the fear of it. <laughs> that makes it worse. Um, I remember that makes me think of like, uh, recently I got scratched by a stray cat and it got in my brain like, should I be worried about rabies? And then, and then I do what I normally do is like you inform yourself and, and I usually find comfort and information. Um, and, but that time it was like, oh yeah, absolutely. You can get uh, cat rabies from a cat scratch and rabies are way worse than you ever thought they were. And I'm like, oh my God, this wasn't helpful. <laughs> this didn't alleviate my fear at all. Um, Don't let them be. Oh my God. Um, so yeah, I think that was the bit. I don't like. I didn't. I I don't remember, um, like something like Ninja Turtles or the Boogeyman or stuff like that. It was more stuff like death, uh, or or like um, shit like that, or like um, making a mistake that ruined your life or something like that sort of thing. Um, 
those were me. Those are the things that haunted me as a child and still do. Um, we also have a question from Hema. Uh, is there any movie that scared you as a kid and that still gets you as an adult? I don't remember being scared of movies as kids as a kid at all. Yeah. I, I'm trying were you, to think. Were you in one of those households where they're like, you're you're watching like Halloween at like seven or something? Yeah, we were watching things like that. I don't remember. I remember the first scary movie that I really loved was The Sixth Sense. Um, mm-hmm, I remember mm-hmm. thinking, because I remember being like, whoa, what yeah. a twist. Like that twist when you're a kid. It's like, that's the coolest thing that ever happened. Yep. Um, I think it. I think it spooked me. I remember being spooked by the ring. I was a yeah. little older, but like Samara and people yeah. would tell me I looked like her. <laughs> cool. What a, what, thank you for the compliment. <laughs> um, so that one, the Hills have eyes. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't remember one movie being like, that's the terrifying movie. I think my dad had me watch the birds when I was six. Yeah. Um, and I remember being like, Whoa, mm-hmm. but not like, uh Oh, yeah yeah i'm trying to think i wasn't um so obviously we're not watching a lot of horror movies as a kid which i do recommend in the sense that i think it helps me appreciate certain horror movies now like uh like uh um i think a lot of no wrong answers uh you know if uh for for when your kids watch horror movies you got to do what's right for you and your kid but uh i think for me i appreciate it in that like there's movies that people see like like watching um uh, I don't know that the thing is a good example, but like the thing or Halloween or whatever, or like even something like child's play. I think people that watch them when they're younger, there's nothing about that that is scary to them anymore. And when you watch it as an adult, you, it's easier to put yourself in like, oh, this is why this is scary. Like I understand it. Like I'm able, I don't, I don't, it's not like a nostalgia thing. Like I see what makes it work or why it worked um, for a generation. And I, just because people are like, oh, I don't like that because it's not scary. Or whatever, and it's like yeah, that's know, a good man. point. Uh, I think like I, I, uh, I, it's just a different way of appreciating stuff. For me though, I don't still doesn't still fuck me up. Um, but I think I've told the story before. Uh, once again, kid turning on. I, I, I remember sometimes I would watch the original Doctor Who series, um, reruns with my dad on like PBS at like I remember it being like midnight or whatever. So one night when I couldn't sleep. I snuck out of the living room and I was like, well, Doctor Who must be on. And I turned on the TV and it was a scene from, I didn't know this at the time, but now as an adult, I know. It's a scene from Phantasm 2. For anybody not familiar with Phantasm, there's these orbs that fly around that, that drill into people. And there was this gold orb that drilled into the guy, drilled through his body and drilled out his mouth. So it was, it was a pretty fucking cool prosthetic yeah. where the, the, it's, the drill's coming out of his mouth and it's like tearing up his mouth. And I saw that as a kid and I turned off the TV and I ran to bed and I was like, I'm never doing that. I'm never turning on TV after midnight again. This was such a mistake. And that image was burned in my brain my whole life. And it wasn't until college. No, it was post-college. It was, it my was, whole um, life. Uh, it wasn't until after college, after I'd moved out here, uh, my my friend Ken mentioned on the show before, uh, showed me the Phantasm movie. And I was like, fuck, this is it, man. This is the one. And and it didn't have the scene in this. You I was didn't like, know. You and I was like, no, I did. I had no idea. Because especially then, like, I didn't know what to look up, like, Orbin guy, like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, it didn't happen in this movie. We got to watch Phantasm 2. 
because I know it's this. Like, it's yeah, this yeah, thing. Yeah. And so then we wow. watched Phantasm 2. I'm like, this is the fucking moment. This is what I saw. This is the thing that fucked me up as a kid. Uh, and the Phantasm movies are great. I love them. Um, so I don't know that there's something that, that I saw as a kid that scared me as a kid that scares me now. Um, cause I don't, I, again, I think just me, I think I, I am more scared about less about like spooky guys in the dark and whatever, more like existential shit. So like hereditary, it's like, Oh my fucking God. Oh my God. <laughs> um, or, um, even something like, I don't know that the thing is the scariest movie. It has a lot of things going for it, but just that idea that isolation and not knowing who to trust, like kind of uh stuff that taps into like a more cerebral or, 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 or more elemental fear. Like you think about something like the witch, which again, taps into the fear of isolation, like, and not being able to uh, connect with people. That stuff, that stuff gets me or like, Oh my God. Uh, you saw Nope, right? Roxy. Uh huh. Oh my God. <laughs> When you find out, not to spoil that movie, but when you find out what the thing is and what it does to people, you're like, oh my God, this is the most terrifying thing. Um, anyway. Totally. Not a friendly. Uh, oh, not E.T. Definitely not E.T. Oh my God. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, that's that. Roxy, what is your favorite scary? This isn't a question from the thing, but I thought it might be a good question to end on. What is your favorite scary movie? franchise or maybe just scary movie doesn't need to be a franchise Mm. i don't think i have an answer to this like the one in my heart that really like i just spoke about the sixth sense the one that like first got me into like wow this is a really cool thing yeah i i don't know what my favorite of the franchises are i will say i wouldn't say this is my number one but i did just watch for real rejects all of the final destination movies those are fun i thought that franchise was awesome yeah those Um, are a lot of fun it was so fun i was like wow i didn't know that these were legitimately like good to watch i thought that it was kind of gonna be garbage so yeah that was cool well and they have the smart setup where it's not it's literally just the kills it's like yeah. death is mad at these people. So here's just what do you come to see slashes for? The creative kills. That's all this movie is. <laughs> yeah, but like at the same time, do I like that better than the Scream franchise? Probably not. Yeah. Um, but I was, I would say that was the most pleasant surprise of a fran- horror, horror fran- franchise that I've had in a long time. Where I was yeah. like, oh word. Yeah, I think for me, I think um, if as far as franchises go, I think you just mentioned Scream. I think that's the most consistently solid. It is. It's um, super solid all the oh, time. For me, I don't think there's a bad Evil Dead movie. I think they're all great. I, I love them them. all. I love them all. They're, they're, they provide different things. Um, Evil, I think most people would agree, if you're looking to try it out, Evil Dead 2 and 3 uh, are the best ones. Um, but whether it's more campy, whether it's more scary, whether it's more gory, I've, even the most recent one, I love all the Evil Dead movies. You know what um, I love that is not the answer to your question, but bringing it to TV yeah. Every single thing that Mike Flanagan touches. Nice. Including um, Hush, which I thought was amazing from his yeah. movies to um, Haunting Hill House of Blind Manor um, to Midnight Mass to Midnight Club. Yeah. Uh, every Mike Flanagan thing. I know that's not a franchise, but. I, you're, I, you know. I think it'd be like somebody saying, I like Stephen King's. Boy. It is kind of a franchise. You're not wrong. It is kind yeah. of a franchise. 
they really work for me. I love things with like religious tones yeah. uh, or themes. Yeah. Uh, not because I am religious, but because it interests me and mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff there um, and morals. Yeah. I like yeah. I like uh, horror with more morals, and then also yeah, Jordan Peele obviously. When we're talking about Get Out and Us and Nope, I think all three are fucking fantastic. So. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things about doing the Terror Tram is they've got I don't know if it's a replica or where they really shot the Jupiter's landing or whatever it is. Yeah, and it's like and my only I wish you know because it's the horror maze they rush they kind of rush you through, it and it's like I kind of just want to like hang out sure. here and like look around. Can I just like move. look around? <laughs> Yeah. By the time you get to um, uh, what's Mike Kalinowski's? Yeah, 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 uh, the Psycho House. Yeah, yeah. By the time you get there, they're like, "Keep going, keep going, keep yeah. going, keep going." And I'm like, Argh. "I want to see, I want to hang out." Uh, I will say, I think if I was uh, pressed to say my favorite horror movie of all time, it is probably John Carpenter's The Thing. Uh, I think it's you know, perfect. I just watched that this year for the first time. Oh, it's so good! It was really good. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, yeah, I just like. I think the creature effects are great. I think it's genuinely scary. I think it just works on every. It works as a metaphor. It, it's it's talking about stuff. I just love it. The cast is great. Kurt Russell, Keith David. Um, but yeah, it's talking about Mike Flanagan. Here's hoping. I know Fall of the House Usher. I think just came out. Hopefully, we'll be able to talk about it soon. <laughs> um, hopefully, but anyway. That's us from the spooky corner of OSQ&A. Thank you for your questions. Again, thank you for the patrons that make this show possible. Uh, if you want to be a patron, go over to patreon.com slash answers, and we will see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.